0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tech and Beer. We're live again today from the Celtic Corner here in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. And today we're gonna be talking about technology trends in the auto industry. And it's, I mean, it's really an interesting topic because the auto industry is changing fast. Uh, There's everything from uh, companies like Tesla to autonomous vehicles, a whole bunch of things happening. And my guest is an expert in those things. He's uh, Todd Thompson who yeah. is the uh, Director of Marketing and Development at Steel Auto Group. How's it going, Todd? Great. I, I appreciate you coming and having me out. No, thanks, no, looking thanks for forward coming. to it. Yeah, It's awesome. Thanks for coming here. Oh, cheers. Cheers,
1: yeah. Appreciate it.
0: And today we're drinking uh, another local beer here from the Celtic Corner. It's the Celtic Tiger.
1: Very smooth.
0: It's very smooth. It's, uh, it's dark. It's got like a chocolatey note a little bit to it it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, listen, I read that earlier. <laughs> 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 yeah, that you might have. Yeah. So yeah, Todd, uh, <laughs> tell me about your background.
1: Uh, well, you know, I've uh, been in the marketing industry for roughly 25 years, uh, originally out west. Um, I moved out here maybe about 12 years ago. Um, prior I was in the uh, ad agency um, and then worked for a uh, printing company as a pre-press manager. Um back then as an as agency, uh, you couldn't really work in an agency unless you had a print background okay um, so I, I was really into it so I, I went through and worked as a pre-press manager for a number of years and then uh, for a company called Sportmart and uh, eventually Sportmart sold the sport check and uh, I moved out here and uh, started with a company um, music stop at the time uh, who was acquired by. Uh, Long McQuaid, so I worked at Long McQuaid for a number of years, and then founded the car industry oh, okay. and, uh, with Steel Auto Group.
0: Interesting. So are they all um, marketing-focused? Yeah, or entirely.
1: Um, the Auto Group, uh, uh, the focus changed a certain amount, maybe you know, six, seven, eight years ago, uh, as well as uh, software development. So I have okay. a, a background with software, and uh, so I also develop uh, applications for the group. Uh, for various uh, front-end, back-end things that we do uh, as far as uh, customer okay. uh, data, et cetera.
0: And that's an unusual mix to get a uh, marketing and development skill set in, in,
1: yeah, in th- one, pa- in I one, one place. I think the cool yeah. term is uh, Martech. Nowadays. Martech, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not really sure that fits, but um, you know, the, the big advantage for us as, a, as the auto group is we can uh, develop and test different applications yeah. before we're married to it. Right. And uh, we can run kind of an alpha, beta version, see if there's any ground there we're picking up, and then decide if we want to build on it or let it go. And uh, so that's been a, a real plus for us over the years, I find.
0: That makes sense, yeah. 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 And and so you've been there for 10, 10 11 years now, you yeah, said? Yeah, 10, 11 yeah. years, yeah. Okay. So in those 10, 11 years, how much have you seen uh, the technology play for automotive dealers change?
1: Um, you know, in the past 10 or 11 years, uh, I think it's really improved on the customer end of things. Yeah. Uh, you know, a number of years ago, you go into a newspaper, flick through, find the ad for the car. Right. You'd uh, shop uh, roughly, I think the average was about 10 different dealerships. Yeah. And uh, you'd come in and you really didn't know a heck of a lot about the vehicle other than what it was telling you in the ad. All and right. you are kind of buying a little bit blind, realistically. And uh, I think over the years, uh, the transparency has increased so much that when you're actually in the market for a vehicle, uh, you only shop one or two dealerships apparently nowadays, yeah. and uh, it's not unusual for you to know more about that vehicle than most of the people at the dealership. I've experienced uh, that myself, Yeah, actually. you research yeah. it to death online. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But you know, interestingly enough, a lot of people don't realize this, is uh, the vehicle you buy typically isn't one you were shopping to death. Really? Yeah. You find that, oh, I'm, I'm interested in this, whatever, Elantra, whatever model, mm. or whatever it may be. And uh, we found quite often, uh, they don't actually end up buying it. And there's one thing that the whole technology thing couldn't really solve and still doesn't solve is when you actually get in the car and you sit and you feel it and you right. drive it, the way the seat feels, the smell, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. new or used, um, those are the things you can't really translate through a web browser somewhere or yeah. your phone. And uh, so those are one of the things that are, have kept constant. Uh, regardless,
0: it's funny you mentioned the new car smell because that's kind of one of the biggest kind of marketing. <laughs> yeah, well, marketing there, tools there is a, right a lot
1: of people don't realize this. There's a um, you can actually have some of your print material sprayed with new car smell. <laughs> so <laughs> you, print material? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So if you're sending a postcard, to maybe a, a potential car buyer, it will smell new car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually get it. A lot of people. Yeah, it's a Canada Post. Uh, yeah, for what they're worth, they can offer I'm that. <laughs> I'm going to be opening up all the
0: flyers now. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like a scratch and sniff the material, yeah. right? <laughs> and it smells like a new car. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I haven't yeah. done it, but yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so that, that's really interesting, actually. When, one of the things I see with the car industry and, the, and kind of the automotive sector is uh, you read all these reports about how it's going to be disrupted, how it's going to change. You see these things like these uh, I think Carvana, we were talking about it earlier. And the car dealership that's basically a vending machine. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I find a little, you know, yeah, I, I can kind of see it, but, yeah. you know, would I do it? I, well, may, maybe not, but like, what do you see as the, the trends that are really going to be disrupting the industry? I mean,
1: uh, one of the challenges with a lot of that is um, realistically, if you're buying a car, you might be spending $50,000. Right. You're going to finance that, most regular humans <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> will finance that maybe five years, six, seven years long you want to sit in it, yeah. <laughs> you want to test drive it. you want a finger to point at if something yeah. goes wrong, yeah. right? And uh, so the Carvanas, et cetera, you know, they're certainly out there, but the actual uh, interaction you have with the dealership, I don't think is going to change that much. You're still going to want to deal mm. with some kind of a dealership, whatever that form may be. Right. Um, a great example um, is we have the Genesis brand uh, at the Auto Group. And uh, the Genesis brand, you can order that car online, yeah. Pay for it online, finance, whatever you want, right. and it will get delivered to your driveway. Interesting. You never show up, don't come in, don't talk to us, whatever. That thing can roll in yeah. and you're ready to go. And, uh, it, you know, it, which is really neat. Yeah. Um, what's different um, for G- us Just for the Genesis? Just Genesis has come out okay. that way. Um, there isn't a Genesis dealership okay. so much. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like a Toyota has Lexus. Right. That same idea. So Hyundai has a Genesis. Yeah. And um, so you do it all online, purchase yeah. it, finance it, do whatever you want. The car rolls in in a trailer, here's your, your car. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. Um, you don't have to set foot in a dealership. Uh, out of all the cars we've sold already of Genesis, only one person's done that.
0: Interesting. Out of
1: everyone. there's so people a, want that. They want to touch yeah. it. You know? yeah. When you're going to say, yeah, I'm going to drive that you know, uh, for the next <laughs> six years of my life, you probably want to touch that car yeah. before you own it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I don't see that changing that. For the dealership it changes in the sense that we don't care the inventory. So what's cool about that is, uh, and I, I guess that also relates to uh, you know, the, just the cost of land etc. and the, the cost of holding maybe 300 units on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, in our case Genesis um, owns all the vehicles right. until it's sold. Um, so we have a, you know, two or three that they loan us yeah. uh, of their models. You test drive it, you say, yes, I want that. Yeah. We order the car, it might be sitting in Toronto, they'll right. stick it in a cart and bring it down, and you own it. So we don't have to have a field of 400 out right. back somewhere in Dartmouth or wherever it yeah. may be um, of all those vehicles. So it's, that's kind of the change. Uh, realistically, if you were a car dealership, mm-hmm. you could be selling out of your bedroom. You know, for all they know. Yeah. If it wasn't for the, you know, the desire to have it serviced. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and even uh, what Genesis, says, they'll come and get it and drop the car off in your driveway and take yeah. it and get it serviced and bring it back. Really? So it's a, it's a different twist. Uh, you know, it's early yeah. days and whether that really catches on. But uh, I don't see a huge amount of people um, certainly partaking in mm-hmm. not having driven it, seen it in real life, uh, no matter the 360 yeah. video, the, you know, whatever it might be. Um, you, you still want to drive the thing before you own it. <laughs>
0: right, yeah.
1: I mean, it's, uh, you know, and, and depending on the type of car that you buy,
0: how it drives is sometimes a big factor in, yeah. in what you buy. It right? could be the so, smallest thing, it's just yeah. the
1: seat. It's uncomfortable for me, it could be fantastic for yeah. everyone else. You know, it's, uh, it could be the smallest thing, but that could be the deciding factor.
0: And you can't replicate that
1: with uh, no, you virtual can't. reality. Even, yeah, right exactly, there, yeah. so there's yeah. just no way around it. Yeah. So I think the lows be a certain uh, aspect as far as the dealership goes and, and a lot of uh, value the dealership provides, yeah. whether um, all our cars are on the ground or not, or whether they come in from a mm. third party or a different location when you order them or, or whatever it might be, that might change. Yeah. Um, but I, I think as far as the dealership goes, um, I think people feel more comfortable with that and uh, somewhere they can bring the car if they need to. No, that makes sense, yeah. yeah.
0: Now what about these, these companies? I think I, I read somewhere that uh, the GM had piloted a program where you pay like a flat monthly fee. And uh, you know I could have uh, uh, an SUV one day or a sedan the next day depending on what I wanted. It's not really a technology play but it's kind of a different way in kind of uh, buying or using a car. I guess you never really own a vehicle.
1: Yeah, in, in yeah. That, in that and model. Is like that something see, that you see as, you know, um, you know, what I've, what I've come across, especially with, uh, you know, I'm not sure if the term's millennial when you're in early 20s. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to lose it. but yeah, uh, I've heard that associated <laughs> to lots of different things. Right? <laughs> but na- nowadays uh, I've noticed, uh, especially with the younger crowd, is they don't really care to own a vehicle. Right. It's not such a big thing. I remember when I was 16, it was my life revolved around getting my license.
0: Yeah. And getting a car. True.
1: You know, and yeah. uh, nowadays, uh, I know a number of people who either work for us or, or, or what have you, that car ownership's not a big deal. Mm. Um, they still have a, a need for a use of car, With us, a big country and anywhere you want to go, and our transit system isn't that great. Yeah. In case you ever see the mayor, let them know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, so there'll still be a, a call for it, but uh, the desire to own it, fix it, insure it—I yeah. um, could see—I could see a potential for that changing, and I see more of a, a wave of that in the, in the younger generation. I think, yeah. uh, as far as people, my, myself, or you know, even 30 on up, they still like to get in the car when they want and have right. that immediate gratification. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, there's a there's a lot behind a, a reason why you buy cars. It's not just uh, transportation, or we'd all buy a beater yeah yeah but um, yeah so I I could see it changing at some point but uh, certainly it's come along yeah so from a technology perspective uh, most
0: of the changes have happened from the the customers end from a purchasing perspective Um, but what like what are some of the cool things that people are doing or dealerships are doing to try and leverage the new technologies
1: because yeah, how you
0: go to market has changed significantly in the last even 10 years, right? Yeah. For, yeah. Most, for most businesses.
1: Yeah. And what we found um, uh, quite a bit is the, uh, the way we communicate with customers when they uh, engage yeah. us at the dealership yeah. level. Um, nobody picks up their phone anymore. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I know. <laughs> you'll look, you'll see. If you don't recognize the number, maybe you'll just let it yeah. go, right? Yeah, that's yeah. What I do. Um, so a lot of people respond by text. Right. Uh, they prefer that if we're a dealership, we talk to them via text. Yeah. Or uh, you know, certain amount of email. Or, so I mean, that's changed how we communicate with the customer is a lot different. Um, the convenience aspect. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people will uh, prefer convenience over cost. So if you can make it easy to bring the car, hassle-free. I'm just <coughs> dropping it off. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't yeah. want to phone and get put through 89 different reception and get put over there and yeah. put on hold and. I just want to drop the thing off, have it fixed and let me know when it's, text me when it's ready. Yeah. You know, or uh, so within our own group, we've changed a lot as far as uh, enabling our shuttles to be text. Okay. And uh, and then you could see, uh, very similar to a taxi service, mm. where you could see them online as they're coming out. You'll get notified by text when they've, uh, the shuttle gets there. Right. Uh, a lot of that stuff, we just started to roll out as, a, as an answer to that kind of request you yeah. get from customers, you know. and. Um, you know, I think we'd be the first in the city doing that, uh, but uh, it's just because of that. That's what the customer wants. We're trying to figure out ways to to deliver on that right. and uh, make it easier for you to deal uh, deal with us.
0: Well, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's, like you said, it's convenience over cost, right? So it's uh, that it, that famous expression is you, you know you, you can never get more time, but you can always get more dollars. So right, yeah. uh, it's a it's yeah. a balance because obviously, you know. Yeah. We use a lot, spend a lot of our time trying to get dollars. <laughs> yeah, and you know, but, uh,
1: I remember a number of uh, dealerships, certainly in the past, had always lamented about how, how you know, we've got a popcorn machine, coffee, <laughs> while you wait for the vehicle, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to wait. I don't want to wait. No. <laughs> I want the heck out of there. Yeah. It's like going to the dentist it's right. going to hurt, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to hang around. No. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, to try to deliver on that, get them in and get them out. Uh, make it convenient for them. They get home, they're notified what's going on with their car, no surprises at the end of the day. They come pick it up and they leave. Um, Yeah, we're starting to uh, roll out uh, the next week or two, okaying uh, any additional costs that happen with the vehicle online as opposed to having to get a phone call, call the person back, finally talk to them, find out what the issue is, uh, where we send video for service. So if you have a bring in your vehicle, there's a problem with your vehicle, we'll send you video of the vehicle um, so you can see that, okay, well I can see that the uh, tie rods are shot, they're hanging off the car. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, removing that, so it's more transparent. Mm. And uh, that's, technology has really helped with that is, gave us a way to uh, bring that to the customer and show them uh, w- what the issue is, or show yeah. them the features and the benefits on the car uh, yeah. that much easier and simpler at their convenience, instead of it always bending to mm. our will. You have to be in between this hour and that hour. You have to let us know when you're coming in or not. And there's, there's you know, try to remove that friction. Uh, I mean, technology is great for, for, for doing that.
0: And I, as a salesperson, there's nothing that I hate more than being sold to. Right. Um, yeah. You know, you, you think I'd respect it a little more than I do, but it's more yeah. of a just, you know, I want to be able to buy something. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm making the decision. I'm yeah. the person that's okay, so I might want to ask some questions from somebody that's a knowledgeable resource. Yeah. I want to be able to see something from my own eyes and maybe touch it or take it for a test drive. Yeah. But ultimately, it's, it's, I want to feel like I made that buying decision.
1: Yeah. So Yeah, that's,
0: yeah it's interesting that technology is kind of yeah, allowing you to- kind of
1: empower you to, to go that far with it, and, but still have, uh, where the dealership comes in, to still have that uh, comfort mm. to know that there's somebody you can talk to, somewhere you can bring it, Yeah. Uh, somewhere that can communicate with you in a a way that you're comfortable with. Well, because the the
0: downside to, um, you mentioned kind of, you know, the car dealership could be in somebody's basement. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) could be. It could be, right? (laughs) But in theory, I mean, the problem with that is, uh, yeah, something goes wrong with it. And again, we're talking about a big purchase. It's it's something that, uh, you know, in my experience with vehicles, uh, I've had times when I've had to take my car back to the dealership. and yeah, without that layer of comfort, maybe I would have bought a different vehicle.
1: Right, yeah. You know, yeah um... Inconvenience, uh, you know, a lot of people make the decision where they get their vehicle serviced by how close they are to the dealership. That makes a good point. Yeah. You know, and, um, you yeah, know, I, I don't see that going away either. And, you know, I can see the ownership model changing, whether it be shared, whether it be uh, rented or whatever it may be, I can see that changing over time just in the cost of the vehicles like people right. are starting to finance these eight years long and it's eight long years time. is a long time to be married to that car oh yeah and uh, you know a lot of people find that okay well if I if I finance it for eight years that'll give me the, the least uh, or the less payment I can possibly swing yeah but the reality <laughs> is most people don't really want them past four or five years they would like to try something new yeah and uh, you know leasing kind of comes into that and you and you lease your vehicles and uh, a number of people lease um, but I, I think there's room for a couple more uh, purchase uh, styles other than uh, yeah. just those two to choose from. That makes you know? sense. And over time, I think we'll see more of that as well. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: So in your, in your time um, uh,
0: recently, as you, you kind of touched on earlier about like the video piece, like how are you guys leveraging video? Is it, is it just on that dealership side, or are you leveraging it on the service side, or are you leveraging it on the sales side as well?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people say, you know, uh, a picture's worth a thousand words. So if, if you could have video <laughs> mm. of that vehicle. So, uh, for instance, we're kind of a spread out community and, right. uh, and uh, yourself or myself or whomever is pressed for time quite often. Yeah. And uh, you're online, you're looking at different vehicles, um, you go on to something like an auto trader and you flick through Trader, and there's 89 Hyundai accents. Yeah. <laughs> they all look the same. They all have the same yeah. blurb, roughly. Yeah, It's the greatest thing ever. Low K, <laughs> Granny drove it, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. it might be. Um, so ourselves, we, we tried to address that to make it a little bit simpler for you, is, is to, uh, if you inquire on the vehicle, we'll send you an, an actual video. And it's not some sort of a pre-canned, video mm. but it's it's a video that uh, answers to the questions you may have yeah um, I saw one come in last night um, the gentleman wanted to uh, hear the engine idle for a period of time for whatever reason I think uh, and uh, check the trunk as far as the trunk space and a few other yeah. particular items that you can't really get from pictures yeah. that a uh, a video may not cover unless it's custom for his his concern right. or is uh, you know what he was wondering about uh, so when you inquire on the cars, we'll send you back a video. Um, we developed a tool in-house that enables it to uh, be convenient, quick, and easy for not only the customer, but ourselves to get that put together and yeah. turn it over to you quickly. Um, and same with service. So uh, we've rolled that out. We've sent many thousands of videos over the past just number of months. Yeah. And uh, and the feedback we get from uh, potential customers or, or clients is a they very much prefer. It. If you're coming in from town, you're driving in from Yarmouth, we get a lot of people that come from the uh, perimeters. Mm. And uh, to actually see the video of the car, the one you're inquiring about, not a YouTube generic, right. you know, uh, that sort of, but that actual car yeah. and getting the questions that you were wondering about it answered specifically, um, that's had a lot of value for us. And, and certainly with our customers that come in. And,
0: and is, is that just the... Like the salesperson going out the back with a camera phone with his phone. Yeah, literally. Yeah.
1: Uh, we usually tell me, you know, it doesn't have to be a Spielberg production. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just get out there, do the video. The uh, the tool I built in house for us uh, makes mm. it easy for them to do it. Okay. And uh, and it's quick. So yeah. you you send a request. I'd like to get a video on this car. We turn it around in no time. It might be the same hour, um, and you've got the uh, concerns or questions you might have had about that yeah. vehicle answered right away and uh, it gives you so much more value, and right. uh, it makes you more comfortable about the vehicle. you're. I'm going to drive for an hour, I, keep, I need a compelling reason to come and right. see that Hyundai Accent, yeah. compared <laughs> to the 79 other ones, you yeah. know, that sort of idea. And uh, it's been huge, so we've rolled it out to our service uh, department as well, and uh, again, if you're having your vehicle uh, repaired, they come across something unusual. Normally what would happen at a dealership is they'll phone you up, at your work say, oh, by the way, uh, Mr. Smith, the tie rods fell out of your car when we took the wheel off, yeah. and you may question that. Mm. You may like you know, yeah. just throw the tire on. I'll get it fixed somewhere, and, you know. But if you can actually see a, a video of here's what's going on here, and listen to the mechanic, the uh, the uh, the service techs we have, you know, uh, it's constant training for those guys. Yeah. They, every year they go, they have to get uh, you know um, redone or what have you, uh, recertified and uh, and they really know those cars and when you have somebody explain it to you in real time and you understand what the problem is you know it makes a lot more sense and it's great for us we already have it up on the hoist Um, it takes the mystery out of it you know what you're buying you know what the issue is and uh, it's very convenient so it's uh, those kind of technologies uh, responding back and forth by text if that's your preference or what have you has uh, made it way easier to deal with the car dealer in general, but uh, certainly with ourselves.
0: Just, and it seems like a fantastic, like what makes that un, unusual compared to some other industries is that it's a fantastic way to leverage uh, a piece of technology that everybody carries around with them.
1: Right. So whether mm-hmm. it's
0: the text or the video from the receiving it or the, uh, actually creating the content, it's, yeah. it's, it's somebody's cell phone. Yeah,
1: you know, and, and who doesn't you know, have especially, a smartphone? Exactly, when you have a cell phone, you don't have to download an app. right? You know, uh, a couple of uh, third-party website providers for used cars. Yeah. Um, you know, they have an app to download. And you know, I only buy a car once every five, six, seven years. <laughs> I'm not going to download your app, keep it on my phone, yeah. learn how to use it. You know, I just want the information. And same yeah. with, uh, same with us. When you're dealing with the, you know, maybe getting your car serviced, or or you're looking for a used vehicle uh, uh, from us, um, you're not going to jump through a whole bunch of hoops. You just mm-hmm. want to have the uh, the vehicle you're after. And so technology is. Uh, uh, enabled us to actually provide that information quicker and easier Mm. with less friction for the customer than we've ever been able to do before and uh, it's been a huge gain for us and I'd like to think uh, a huge gain for the for the customer when they're for sure dialing in yeah Yeah. that would make sense so are there any
0: technologies in the back end of the business that we don't know about that are are making things different
1: yeah you know know, a lot of things um, with uh, your data so uh, you know that's always a touchy subject lately. with yeah. You know the Facebook, et cetera, and and any car dealer, not specifically us, but any car dealership, typically gathers a lot of information um, if you purchase a car. Right. Maybe even just service. Yeah. We know what you're driving. We know where you live. You know what you yeah. know. Uh, if you bought the financing, the, all that information, and and how's it being stored? Right. And is it secure? And uh, you know, with ourselves, over the past couple of years, um, we've paid. A huge amount of mm-hmm. attention to secure. We have actual security people within our IT. That that's all they do, really, to so ensure okay. that the data is secure with us. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, realistically, if you're down on Sackville Row at the used car trailer, they're <laughs> probably not doing it. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <But that's> <laughs> <laughs> it could be the case. Yeah, you know? but um, anyways, uh, so that's changed a lot. The way the data is handled, the security yeah. of it, um, has been huge. The um, even profiling, etc., mm. uh, whether it be using Facebook or uh, Google or what have you to bring, uh, you know, retargeting uh, through the sites, etc., right. uh, matching up a custom audience, um, you know, within Facebook. Um, a lot of those things have uh, kind of rolled themselves out recently, uh, just the past few years of when uh, Facebook went um, public. Uh, beforehand, you used to be able to post on Facebook and, you know, the general amount of your friends will see it, etc. Yeah. And uh, the idea was you're supposed to bring all your friends, get people to like you, <laughs> come, come to come to Facebook, even if you're on your website. Right. There's a button to go over to Facebook, yeah, like so you can Facebook. like us. Right? <laughs> and then you know uh, Zuckerberg, in his own uh, wisdom, pulled the rug out from under you. Yeah. And he said, hey, we're not going to uh, we're not going to share that with all your friends anymore unless you want to pay us. Yeah. You know, so it's changed. So roughly, I think the uh, typical number is four percent of your followers there actually see your message right if you want to (laughs) pay then we'll start to roll it out a a little bit bit more you know and uh, so you know that's changed a lot Um, so being able to utilize the data that we've gathered over the years and to be able to offer you um, uh, you know offers or what-have-you that are relevant to the fact that maybe we haven't seen you in three or four years we like to make an offer to you to bring mm. your vehicle back in we've missed you over the past four years Yeah. Uh, maybe we have a seniors discount for your 1989 cobalt <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever it may be uh, yeah. to build a you know target that customer a little more intelligently yeah than just literally spraying and praying as they say um, one of the things we noticed is a few years ago we started to call track a lot Okay. and uh, for those who might not be aware um, uh all the numbers on any print material uh we would call track and find out how often they were called you know if this ad is running in a newspaper is it being dialed in is anybody reacting to it same with flyers uh go to your your mailbox or what have you and uh over the years we've noticed that people don't check their mailbox anymore right you know uh, i myself i'm not even sure where mine is yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know my my wife checks occasionally (laughs) i'd say once every two weeks maybe You know, but beyond that, and uh, so direct mail and those uh, alternatives have really uh, drifted to the wayside, you know, um, we noticed through call tracking that we haven't heard from, you know, these people are calling in three weeks after we sent it. Yeah, they think it's new in their mailbox, (laughs) you know, so we've changed our message within the mailbox or within the uh, postage piece saying, you know, this weekend only as opposed (laughs) to July 2nd, 3rd and 4th. Yeah. Right, so it would still be relevant yeah. by the time you finally got around to check your mailbox. <laughs> and uh, so when the castle restrictions came out, yeah. um, you know, you can't, uh, unless you have implied consent or express consent, you can't electronically communicate to mm. people. So we, we rolled that into our uh, database, um, allowing us not to, you know, to, to let us know if we're allowed to contact you or not over yeah. time. And that's been a big thing, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, implied consent, whether it's being, have we d- done business with you in the past 18 months, have you inquired on a vehicle, yeah. that sort of idea, and, uh, or whether or not you've given us express consent. Right. Um, interestingly enough, the government decided not to mandate that to print material, okay. <laughs> so we can still mail you <laughs> 10 years after the fact, yeah. um, I would assume because they make money on postage. But <laughs> yeah, that, well that, yeah, that might be Electronically, they, they don't make, make money. any money, so <laughs> I'd say they want to mandate that yeah. to a certain degree but uh, certainly the uh, the security of the, of the data and uh, utilizing the data has changed a lot um, over time Sec- and and you uh, know
0: data is uh, the lifeblood of all businesses nowadays it's it's right. it's, it's, it's critical right so uh, that's that's interesting to hear these Yeah as you know well. and, uh,
1: yeah. kind of the buzz for a while there has been you know big data and artificial intelligence yeah. and and all that and maybe for an OEM you know a big manufacturer but a, a lot of it's kind of common sense yeah you know you could almost overlay a weather api on top of your data and right. say okay well sunny people came in <laughs> it was really sunny not many people came in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you could do a lot of that nowadays yeah. uh through just third-party apis um like we stuff from uh, watson uh, okay. ibm's watson as far as sentiment analysis yeah um, you know uh, text from speech whatever it's to try to evaluate uh, all kinds of stuff but uh, it really comes down to, um, you know, we, we found it really useful as far as keeping track of decent data, yeah. uh, keeping it secure and using it wisely when we use it. Um, yeah. And that's, Interesting. That's, that's been the big thing for us, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very much. It's, no, been, uh, it's been fun having out. you on and uh, yeah. we could probably talk about this for another half an hour or two hours. At I least. could, it's, yeah. yeah. I don't know
1: if anybody will be here
0: when I'm, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm done, yeah. but no. Well, <coughs> hey, thanks everybody for coming along and listening again. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn and uh, YouTube and uh, look forward to talking to you again next time.